0: Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? You desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20 or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas, MC Lobster here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today. In today's show, we're going to look at how to unlock the infinite banking concept. On March 27th this year, our Nelson Nash passed away. He was 88 years old. He was a friend and a mentor, and I will dedicate a show in the future to the lessons I learned from him and also share some great Nelson Nash stories. But what Nelson left was an example of a man living his purpose every day and living his legacy. By doing so, he will touch and impact the lives of generations to come. I mean, children and grandchildren's lives will be changed because mom and dad or grandpa or grandma found Nelson Nash's message and took action. I first met Nelson about five years ago at an event in Michigan. And I remember his first remark to me, Uh, he looked at me and he said, son, you don't sound like you're from these United States. Where are you from? And uh, it led to many conversations. Uh, The last uh, time we spoke was a week before his passing. And on today's episode, I will share one of our many conversations. This was actually my first interview with Nelson Nash on the show in 2016. As with previously published episodes, I think that you will find great value from this discussion and conversation, whether you are an old or a new listener. For new listeners not familiar with R. Nelson Nash, Nelson is the discoverer and developer of the infinite banking concept and the author of Becoming Your Own Banker. Now, I've shared that there were three books that had a massive impact on my life and probably the biggest influence on my journey so far. And I refer to these three books as the purple book, the black book, and the yellow book. Becoming Your Own Banker is the black book. If you're interested in joining our investors group, you could go to cashflowninja.com forward slash investors group and fill out an application form and or email me at info at to start the discussion to see if you're a good fit for our group. And if you're in the Philadelphia, Bucks County and Southern New Jersey area, we are hosting a live investors meetup event every month in Newtown, Pennsylvania. For more information on the monthly event and information on how to join us at our next live event, you could go to cashflowninja.com forward slash events. I'm also speaking at the Multifamily Investor Nation Summit coming up on June 27th through to June 29th. It's a three-day information-packed event for multifamily investors with over 1,000 attendees and over 50 speakers. You'll hear from experts about finding deals, raising capital, underwriting strategies, selecting markets, and much, much more. To access the event, you could go to apartmentevent.com to grab your ticket and use promo code NINJA to get $100 off your ticket. If you are like many of the listeners of the show, you're always looking for unique ways to protect and grow your hard earned capital. But sometimes that's easier said than done. The key to investing late in the cycle is identifying favorable opportunities on a risk adjusted basis. That's where our friends at ASIM Capital come in. Since 2011, ASIM has helped more than 300 accredited investors allocate more than $20 million to mobile home parks, self-storage, and workforce housing due to the ability to generate asymmetric returns while protecting their investors' portfolios. If you're interested in learning more, head over to AsymCapital.com. That's A-S-Y-M-Capital.com to get instant access to their investment. Offers. MC Lobshear, the host of the Cashflow Ninja Podcast, and also the president and chief wealth and investment strategist of Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate cash flow banking, also known as Infinite Banking, with their business and investments. If you're interested in learning more about how we create strategies that integrate cash flow banking and investments to turbocharge them, you can access a video series at your ownbankingsystem.com. That's your system.com. Mr. Nash, welcome to the show.
1: Good morning. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Can you please share a little bit about your background and your journey?
1: Oh, boy, where do I start? Uh, I uh, grew up in Athens, Georgia, uh, went to school at the University of Georgia. I walked to school. I was educated as a forester. Uh, I worked uh, privately uh, for 10 years in forestry consulting and then made a career change into life insurance in 1964.
0: Fantastic. And things were certainly different back then, especially how people were thinking too. And thinking has changed a lot. And you've spoken about the importance of how important that piece of real estate between your two ears is. Can you speak to the way that we think and some of the advice that you've shared and also share a little bit about the three economic philosophies and theories that influence the thinking of people on this planet and how this influences their daily lives?
1: Yeah. Well, again, uh, hark back to the fact that I'm educated as a forester. Uh, I think long range, uh, MC, I think 70 years down the road, uh, I'm not going to be here. Neither are you, but so what, uh, planning if you're going to live forever, live as if you're going to die today is a pretty good idea. But the idea of thinking long range is a lost art, uh, in America today. Um, uh, the other thing from the forestry background is that I learned to classify things uh uh there were at least six courses uh in the forestry school that involved classification dendrology the study of classification of trees lasted all year long uh so you classify things on the basis of the major characteristics but uh what really uh is uh, my forte, if there is such a thing, is my study of Austrian economics uh, that started uh, sixty years ago uh, as a result of my experience after getting out of the Air Force for a couple of years during the world during uh, the Korean uh, conflict. Well, uh, I came face to face with the uh, world of socialism. Uh, I really didn't know anything about socialism, but uh, I saw the mental paralysis that it caused, and uh, that led me to uh, get started studying the Austrian economics. Uh, and uh, so uh, that has been my passion since that time. Uh, on my website, infinitebanking.org, uh, there is a reading list of... Uh, 375 books uh, currently, and uh, if you read all 375, you have one uh, Ph.D. in Austrian economics and one Ph.D. in history. MC, there's no way you can study economics without studying history. And so uh, this has uh, been my uh, passion at uh uh, gets me to thinking uh, differently from the way that most folks think.
0: And the prevailing thought right now, and the philosophy that's out there, is the Keynesian economic theory. Can you talk a little bit about what this has done, and the and the impact of the Keynesian economics uh, to where we are today? And then just share a little bit about um, how Austrians view the uh, the current state of affairs as it is.
1: Yeah, the world is totally uh, fascinated by uh, the uh, Keynesian thought process. Uh, essentially, it amounts to, the, to uh, just top-down thinking uh, that um, you can get rich by uh, spending, and uh, there's no way. And so the world today is in the grip of that idea, and it's the worst financial circumstance of all time. Uh, This is caused by bankers. Bankers cause the problem. They inflate the money supply big time. People think they have something, and they don't. It's all an illusion. It's not based on fact at all. Only the Austrians have got it right. Uh, See, uh, I got my uh, start with Austrian economics with the Foundation for Economic Education. Uh, It it used to be located right up the Hudson there from you. Uh, in uh, Irvington, uh, New York. Uh, it is now located in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and uh, out of that came the Mises Institute, which is located in uh, Auburn, Alabama. Uh, it's not part of Auburn University, it's uh, a private think tank, and uh, those two are the best in the world. Uh, the uh, Austrians are the only ones that got it right. Uh, that bankers have caused the problem. Only banks can inflate the money supply. And so uh, uh, inflation is what has created all of our problem. Well, uh, being uh, the uh, forester and being able to classify things correctly, uh, so forth, uh, when I got into the life insurance business, uh, it wasn't long before I saw that um, that the insurance folks have got it all backward, uh, that your need for finance during your lifetime is much greater than your need for protection. Uh, And if you solve your need for uh, finance during your lifetime, uh, you'll end up with so much life insurance that you can't get it past the underwriters, that the the, uh, warehouse of the medium of exchange, i.e., money, uh, it should be in the uh under the control of, of lots and lots of life insurance companies a place where it cannot inflate the money supply but uh this is not registered because of the grip that uh the Keynesian uh ideas have on the entire world and
0: that brings me to my next question about reclaiming the banking function within your own life and locking the infinite banking uh, function. So today, the banking function within the economy is predominantly held and implemented by the banks and financial institutions, but this wasn't the case uh, a couple of years ago. The banking function years ago was held at the individual level at one time. Can you speak to the changes and to that?
1: Well, so much of this really uh, got its uh, impetus after World War uh, II. Uh, There was a big change of thought process there that uh, really caused all the mess. Uh, Really, you can trace it back about 80 years, uh, MC. Uh, But uh, before that time, uh, life insurance was very much the uh, primary source of uh, people's repository of their medium of exchange, Uh, it had much more respect. But after World War II uh, came along, uh, here came uh, this whole idea of uh, we got to do something with all these GIs that were coming off active duty, Uh, several million. They said, that's going to ruin the economy. Well, that was the thought process of the socialist mindset, uh, and they were wrong. But they were the ones who were in control at that time of the uh, intellectual community. Um, and so they said, we've got to give them something to do. And so uh, let's send them to college. That way uh, we'll uh, let them be able to um, work their way into the economy over a period of time. And that will increase our intellectual uh, uh, capital. Well, the truth was, M.C., it turned out diploma mills. Today, education, uh, as we call it, is not education at all. It's indoctrination, and uh, uh, the uh, uh, tragedy is that uh, we started getting financial geniuses then. (laughs) Uh, People that uh, swallowed all the uh, Keynesian stuff big time. Well all you got to do is see seed from that uh what I discovered is if I could crank up lots of life insurance uh, policies uh, that that would give me access to uh, uh the financial uh needs of life and um uh, that's a place that cannot inflate the money supply and so uh, at the time uh, I discovered all this is about 35 years ago and um I was uh, subject to thinking like the world thinks. Uh, I got caught back there in the early uh, 80s owing uh, uh, a lot of money at 23% interest in the real estate business. And I saw at that time that uh, that was a, a wrong, that um, I could get the money during those times uh, at 5%, uh, 6 and 8% from three different life insurance companies. But I had to crank up lots of life insurance policies in order to do so. Well, uh, to shorten the story, it took me 13 years to get enough money in to pay off all the banks. Uh, But my wife and I have not seen a bank in uh, 24 years now. And uh, MC, that is a very peaceful, stress-free way of life that anybody can do. But they've got to change their thinking
0: absolutely and one of the things that you speak about as well is navigating your environment which is so important and can you speak about how important it is to navigate your environment and uh, i i believe you've used a fantastic analogy in one of your one of your uh, uh, talks about an airplane and flying an airplane uh explaining that
1: yes i have been a airplane pilot for 70 years there are not too many of us around that uh I learned as a a, a teenager that that you can't fly an airplane through a vacuum. And so um, in my uh, uh, seminars, I pointed out the results of my research that the typical uh, American today is spending uh, almost 35 cents out of every dollar that's spendable uh, on interest alone uh, to all the banking communities. And um, uh, so uh, I uh, have an analogy of, uh, a, a, let, let's say this same person was saving 10% of whatever he makes, and that's a bald-faced lie uh, because our savings rate is nowhere near that right now. And so the uh, 10 uh, BMC would be uh, positive, the 35 would be a negative, Right. Right. Well, to make uh, it more plausible uh, in the airplane world, uh, let's just move the decimal one place right. Uh, that, that would be 35, uh, 350 miles an hour uh, headwind, and uh, let's say 100 miles an hour uh, airspeed. Okay, and so let's look at the map of the United States in Birmingham, Alabama, where I live, is uh, just south of, uh, due south of Chicago. Let's say that you were going to go in this 100-mile-an-hour airplane to Chicago, uh, but you got to go through the uh, headwind that's uh, 350 miles an hour, and so your, your ground speed is a negative 260. Uh, well... Uh, That environment there is more important than anything. Well, uh, let the air mass move on. They all do. uh, The highs in the the northern hemisphere turn clockwise, and they move west to east, uh, generally speaking. Okay, now let's let the air mass move on, and now it's centered over Indianapolis, Indiana. There is no wind in the center of that thing getting the same airplane, and now you're covering the, the ground at 100 miles an hour. And here's where the uh, mindset really comes into uh, play. They've, people have the arrival syndrome. You know, we can't do any better than this. We don't have any headwind. Uh, that's equivalent to getting that, uh, saying that uh, the solution to all our financial problems is to get out of debt. Uh, no, uh, no one addresses the fact that let the air mass move on. Now it's centered over Washington D.C. Uh, there is uh, there's a tailwind now of uh, uh, 350 miles an hour to hundred mile an hour airplane. You know, your ground speed's 400 miles an hour. It's the same airplane in all three of those circumstances. But uh, people don't understand that uh, you can get a perpetual tailwind in the financial world, everything that you do, by just simply getting in the banking business. And the easiest way to get in the banking business is through free contract with other free people. And uh, that's just a, a short definition of what life insurance really is.
0: Absolutely. It's a private contract and a f- free voluntary contract between you and the insurance company, which is a fantastic place to warehouse your wealth as you've spoken about, because there truly is one big pool of money out there. Um, yeah. And one of the ways that we can reclaim the own f- banking function within our own lives is to capture <laughs> some of that pool of money in our own personal economy, utilizing life insurance vehicles.
1: And one thing is extremely important here, uh, probably most most important of all, is the fact that the law of contracts prevails. Right. See, other other things come and go out there. Uh, uh, Government nonsense and so forth uh, comes and goes, but the law of contracts prevails. When you destroy the law of contracts, uh, MC, uh, you've destroyed civilization.
0: Absolutely. Now you've shared a little bit about how you got into trouble with real estate investments and then you provided a solution, which is what I love about this. Cause you know, we see what's going out there with the Keynesian economic mindset and the infinite banking strategy provides a really solid solution that as you, as you've mentioned, provides a stress free uh approach to to money. So I always you know, I always look at it and say if the majority of people are doing the same thing and not having success Let's take a look at the smaller percentage of folks, what they're doing and having success and building wealth and be able to transfer wealth successfully to future generations. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, it's, it's really fulfilling to see that. And one thing that you've implemented in your own life too with uh, infinite banking policies on your children and grandchildren and great grandchildren. What does this mean, uh, for them just having this in their lives? Um and learning from a very young age to to do this and how this works.
1: Well, uh, uh that's my long range thinking again there that comes from the forestry background. Uh I thought that we could, could we could create kinda financial uh perpetual motion, I guess is the best way to describe it, by uh, thinking intergenerationally and teaching this to the next generation. But the caveat is that uh Our our so-called educational system out there is produced in mindsets that uh, have to be overcome with the uh, uh, younger generation nowadays. Uh, It's noise, and they don't know how to uh, cancel out noise. Uh, So uh, it is a difficult thing, but uh, it's just one of the uh, possibilities that are there. We have uh, three children, ten grandchildren, uh, a, a six great-grandchildren, and a seventh one is due most any uh, day now. And the eighth one is due back coming up in June. So, um, MC, I've got to buy some uh, more life insurance uh, here uh, in the next few weeks on that new little grand, grand, great-grandson that's coming. And then I'll have to buy some more come uh, uh, June. Well, the uh, the grandparents, my, my children, uh, they always match what I'm doing. And so uh, this produces a different, totally different uh, environment in uh, which the uh, children can live. The biggest debt uh, out there today uh, is student debt. Uh, that's a big con game is what it amounts to. Uh, but, uh, none of our, uh, grandchildren have student debts, uh, and, uh, they have, uh, enough cash payers now that, uh, if they keep doing what I'm talking about, they'll never see a bank in their life.
0: That's extremely powerful. And that's, yeah, that's one way just of legacy planning and just, uh, positioning your family and future generations because of that long-term thinking that you had discussed and a great way to increase your net worth and your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren's net worth. Um, it truly is, is so powerful and so inspiring. Um, and Mr. Nash, you've had close to about 50 of these policies at one stage, right? correct?
1: I had 49 at one time, but that's another very important thing Uh Uh, You know, in uh, just three weeks, I'll be 86 years old. And um, I've outlived everybody in my family by two and a half years already. Uh, So uh, graduation time is not all that far off uh, for me. But uh, this is a great way to uh, transfer uh, the medium of exchange money from one generation to another. So uh, at this stage of life, MC... Uh, we're getting rid of things. You can't take this stuff with good grief. Uh, but uh, you can transfer policies to uh, the other generations that are coming along under a great uh, tax uh, advantage. And so we're down to 24 policies now.
0: You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cashflow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cashflow is king. We will be right back after a word from our sponsors. My friend Dave Zook from The Real Asset Investor says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. The Real Asset Investor Team creates value for investors looking for higher yield returns from ATM machines and cell storage investments. Their syndications offer attractive investment opportunities that produce strong cash flow, equity growth. Huge tax incentives. They are truly passive and managed by a world class team. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities the Real Asset Investor offers, such as their ATM and Stell Storage syndications, please visit cashflownew.com forward slash Real Asset Investor. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. You're listening to The Cashflow Ninja, the show helping people all over the world create monthly cash flow and achieve freedom today, not in 10, 20, 30, and or 40 years. This is a show where cash is not king, but cash flow is king. Now let's return to our interview. Yeah, you said the, the, the stress-free earlier too, and and money is a very, very big source of stress for people. So. If, if so, and it does affect every other area of your life. So if the conventional financial advice uh, from all the media sources and pundits and experts uh, works so well, then why are so many people that are following the, their advice in the conventional way of thinking and financial planning, why are they experiencing uh, such high levels of stress when it comes to money?
1: Well, uh, that's the human frailty out there. People have a tendency to listen to noise. There've been all kind of philosophers down through the years that have uh, warned people against this, but uh, that human condition continues forever. Apparently, that that that's the tragedy. But uh, again, one of, the, one of the biggest causes for this catastrophe is uh, the uh, so-called education. It's not education. It's indoctrination. And people listen to that stuff. Uh, And it's not necessary at all. Uh, Good grief. Uh, Leonard Reed was the uh, guy who started the Foundation for Economic Education uh, back in 1946. And I got acquainted with FEE and with him personally. Uh, He was my personal friend and mentor. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, uh, he had no degrees from anywhere, neither did Henry Hazard, his co-founder, neither did Herbert Spencer in uh, England years before that. Well, uh, look, uh, those guys didn't have access to the information that we have out the there today. Uh, now, there's a lot of trash out there on the Internet, of course, but uh, there's all some fan- fantastic stuff a person uh, that wants uh, education can get a fabulous education just simply uh, on the internet on a few uh, few uh, websites
0: yeah, no, there's so many resources out there and it's a, uh, you know, I I love what you've said before too, that we don't, we don't arrive in knowledge. <laughs> it's no. ongoing and learning constantly and you're a, a absolute fantastic example of that. The other concept that, you know, I, I talk about on the show, tons of concepts that, um and try to break them down and. And really to try and see what they mean. The one of retirement, and you are <laughs> you're you're still going out there teaching, sharing your knowledge, educating, going around the country. It's been truly inspiring to see you. What what is what is your th- uh, just what are your some of your thoughts on the concept of retirement as it is presented in today's uh, environment?
1: It's got to be the stupidest idea I have ever heard of. Uh... I've been a Christian uh, since I was nine years old. I've studied the Bible extensively for a long, long time. Uh, there's nothing in the Bible about Moses retiring and living happily thereafter. Uh, the word retirement doesn't even appear in the vocabulary of human beings until uh, 1890, and that was Bismarck in Germany. They were the ones who gave us the idea of social security. Uh, and... um Would you believe that he set a retirement age for Germans as 70 years old? Uh, And uh, life expectancy was uh, less than 50 for the average uh, German. Uh, Odds are never collected. Well, 1916 comes along, and um, uh, we're right in the midst of World War I. Uh, Bismarck is dead. And, uh, they reduced the retirement age to 65. And that's where Franklin D. Roosevelt got age 65 for our Social Security, uh, in 1937. And life expectancy for American males at that time was only about 61. And now it's uh, 78 or 79. Get real. There's no way the thing can work. Uh, it's impossible. The reason I know this is because of my Christian upbringing uh, and my ability to classify things that I was telling you about uh, from forestry school. Uh, When you uh, classify uh, all these programs that governments have, MC, they're nothing but man trying to play God in the pagan sense of the word. And the book of Exodus tells you very plainly, God is a jealous God. He won't put up with that stuff. And so uh, they always fall apart. But man in his hubris uh, can't get that through his thick head.
0: And staying on the topic of a journey of lifelong learning, uh, what, yeah. what you've done, uh, what are you currently studying and what are you researching? Because I know you're working on uh, another book as well. So what are the, some of the things that you're looking and studying right now?
1: Well, I'm. I'll, I've begun my work on uh, the book. Uh, it's all about how you think. Now it's going to be in uh, two parts. Uh, the uh, I've written the uh, first chapter, which is rather lengthy, uh, to lay groundwork, and then there's about seven more chapters that I've already got that are fairly short, just uh, uh, examples of what was discussed in the first chapter. But the second part is going to be all from uh, the Bible. Uh, There are 4,000 years in the Old Testament, uh, and it's a pattern of top-down thinking. Uh, That idea has uh, just completely consumed the thought process of most human beings. Well, there's 400 years of silence between the Old Testament and the New Testament, Nothing was written that was uh, apropos to the central message of the Bible. But uh, the New Testament, most folks are startled by the fact that it only covers about 75 years. And it's a, a secession from uh, top-down thinking. Uh, it's bottom-up thinking. Uh, don't don't think the way uh, the hierarchy out there, conducts their lives. Uh, but uh, forget them. You know, uh, it is so apparent to me that uh, I do not watch the news uh, now. I haven't watched the news in four months, and I will not watch it ever again in my life, because it's not news, it's propaganda. Right. Uh, Yuri Mosef, uh is a Russian uh, that... Uh, uh, was on Gorbachev's staff back there when uh, it was evident to them that communism uh, can't work. <laughs> they decided they were going to go free market. And so they were looking around for an economist that knew something about it, and there stood Yuri. Well, uh, 18 months or so on the uh, job of, of Gorbachev's staff, He saw that they were pretending that uh, they didn't really mean it, that they were trying to uh, uh, ease into it or something like that with all that excess baggage of the nonsense of communism. So he escaped uh, uh, 007 style through Finland and ended up in uh, Washington, D.C. Anyway, uh, I... He, he started writing here and publishing through the uh, Mises Institute at Auburn. And so uh, I um, had been reading his stuff for a couple of years before I ever got to meet him. And that was at a uh, conference over in Charleston, South Carolina. And the subject uh, of the conference was secession. Uh, and so uh, what we're trying what I'm trying to get across to people is they've got to secede it from the way they think. You don't have to do things uh, through that top-down nonsense of IRS codes and stuff like that. Uh, we never have had a uh, tax-qualified plan of any kind. Tax-qualified plans are all functions of the IRS code. Well, the IRS code has only been around since 1913. Now, uh, life insurance has been around uh, a little bit longer than the United States has existed. Again, it stood the test of time. And uh, these other stuff here, they come and go. Well, if you uh, look at what's really going on with the uh, IRS, uh, I don't know anybody who's ever read the IRS code, but uh, I do know this: the first nine pages of the code. Uh, explain income and the next 1100 pages, uh, describe, uh, exceptions to the code. So, being the, uh, guy who can classify things, I can tell you very quickly, all I've got to do is just read about three of those exceptions to the code and I know what the rest of them are going to say. Same sort of thing. So, uh, so I coined this phrase, M.C. When government creates a problem, onerous taxation, end quote, and then turns around and grants you an exception to the problem they created in a tax-qualified plan, aren't you just a little bit suspicious you will be manipulated? They aren't there to help you. They're there to make a slave out of you and control the way you think, that your blessings come from them. And they don't. They're the ones who created the problem. So this is radical thinking. I know that uh, it's not like everybody else thinks out there, but it sure is peaceful and stress-free.
0: No, absolutely. And I agree with you because that is a big mindset change when you know when I consult with clients and speak with them too about setting up these plans it's a completely different approach to wealth planning and long-range thinking as you've mentioned before where it's your money <laughs> you can access it at any time you know sure. because with qualified retirement plans I feel the mindset too is we're so used to being told exactly what we can and cannot do and how you can access and when you can access it and what the penalties are so yeah. you, you it's a completely different mindset switch um when you when you approach it um through the this strategy and approach um so it definitely it definitely does take a, a a shifting in paradigm and your thinking
1: yes and uh you see uh you got to be able to recognize the noise out there uh, see uh, uh let's go back to yuri mosef uh uh, He's a personal friend. He's been house guest uh, a couple of times, and I've been to his place in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where he's professor of economics at Carthage College there. Uh, But um, uh, Yuri said uh, at one time, no one watches television in Russia because they know what they're going to say. Well, uh, I know what. The so called news that we have today by the major media out there, uh, I know what they're going to say. Uh, it's nonsense. And all the uh, commercials that are out there, uh, they are espousing, uh, you need to be involved in a government program of some kind to prepare for your retirement. Well, uh, Let's go back also to this idea of retirement. Erasing that uh, idea from the mind, I think, is very healing. Uh, The last 20 years uh, of my life have been the most uh, rewarding of all, uh, psychologically and uh, wise, wise and otherwise. So uh, I think that you should always be learning. Uh, You should always be uh in a uh, assisting mode of some kind out there because there's too many people uh that are uh they intellectually hungry and uh I can, I'm convinced that when you find somebody that's intellectually intellectually hungry it's your duty to feed them
0: no, absolutely. And back to your point of the government creating the, <laughs> creating the problem and then offering solution. You mentioned earlier about your grandchildren and great grandchildren that, that don't have to go, um, into debt to borrow to go to colleges. I mean, look at the, look at the uh, over a trillion dollars. And again, let's offer a qualified plan, a 529 plan. <laughs> uh-huh. to, to put the money in vehicles that is uh that is right right there for uh uh, uh for confiscation by wall street and fees and and and, and so uh-huh. forth so creating a problem again and then offering the solution
1: yeah well, you see that's the easiest place that uh, the government uh, can steal the money uh i was uh doing a seminar in Pocatello, auto here a few years ago and i was pointing out that um uh, the dangers of having money like that, that uh, years ago, uh, Brazil went out in the boonies uh, in the jungle and built a new uh, capital city, Brasilia, oh, 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 MC, where they get the money. <laughs> they confiscated the reserves on all the pension plans. Uh, that's the easiest money they can get to. And... Uh, then I reiterated it by, uh, or reinforced it rather, by saying uh, Argentina did the same thing, and uh, there was a young man in the uh, group there uh, who grew up in Buenos Aires, and he spoke up and says, "Yes, every five years <laughs> the fund builds up and gotcha. The fund builds up, gotcha. <laughs> People never learn."
0: It's uh, back to Willie Sutton's law, right?
1: You got that right. Easiest money they can get to.
0: Yes. I For the for the new listeners, I've spoken about Willie Sutton's law before on the show, too, when one of the most famous bank robbers in the United States, when they finally caught yeah. up to Willie and asked him why he robbed banks, he said, well, that's where the money is.
1: Yep. Easiest place. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> get it all there to one source. You can just grab it.
0: Exactly. Now, Mr. Nash, a core message in our show too is to leave our families, communities and the world better than we found it by passing down as we discussed a mindset, values and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be?
1: Well, they must study and understand what a powerful thing the idea of life insurance is. That it is the law of contracts and the law of contracts prevails and this is a place where you uh uh they cannot inflate the money supply and inflation in the money supply is what's created all the problems out there. Uh they've got to change the the way that they they think and they've got to realize that uh uh, they're being fed indoctrination in, instead of uh, real education. Uh, I classify all that stuff that's going on out there big time as noise, and you've got to be able to recognize noise for what it is. Uh, quite often in a seminar, I take along my Bose noise-canceling headset and tell them about how wonderful it is that uh, I can put those little uh, uh styrofoam type things, uh sponge things in my ears, uh and then put on that headset and, and turn it on and then uh that baby crying three rows up there doesn't mean a thing while I'm reading my book. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we had a financial noise cancelling headset.
0: That would be wonderful.
1: Uh, yes. But there is no such thing. But uh they can uh construct their own no, uh, financial noise canceling, that's said, through the works of folks like you. Uh, you're out there where the rubber meets the road. Uh, you're out there where people are getting this applied in their daily lives and uh, coaching them as time goes by. Because uh, one thing that is absolutely necessary is that... Uh, Making the transition from the way the world thinks to the way uh, I'm talking about thinking requires a coach. They can't do it by themselves because of the noise that is overwhelming out there. People have a tendency to listen to that sort of nonsense. And it's people like you that are are one of our practitioners of the Nelson Nash Institute that um, can teach them how to build their own financial noise-canceling headset. And that's an ongoing project. But, boy, is it uh, rewarding uh, uh, in every way, uh, financially, spiritually, everywhere.
0: No, absolutely. And especially with the long range thinking and thinking and 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 planning long term because there are so many shiny little objects out there daily, <laughs> as you mentioned, the noise to distract folks and, and uh yeah, to, to distract you from what you're doing and your legacy and your strategy um for your life.
1: Yes, that's the entire object of the effort here is to uh, get enough people to doing uh, this to understand that this is the way to go. That uh, when we get 10% of the population to understand this, uh, then it will become viral.
0: Absolutely. Mr. Nash, how can my audience learn more about you and the Nelson Nash Institute and stay informed of all, all of the projects that you're involved with?
1: Yeah, go to our website, infinitebanking.org, and uh, there is a uh, huge amount of information uh, that's available there, including videos and uh, webinars and things of that nature. Uh, Also, uh, for them to uh, get acquainted with uh, FEE.org, that's Foundation for Economic Education, FEE.org. Uh, Mises, M-I-S-E-S dot O-R-G. That's the Ludwig von Mises Institute down at Auburn. Uh, there's, uh, the hit, the guy that started that institution is, uh, Lou Rockwell, L-E-W-R-O-C-K-W-E-L-L dot com. Rockwell dot com. Now, that's a, a good start, but, uh, by all means, uh, uh start attacking, um, there's 375 books on my uh, reading list. It's under the resources tab of uh, our website, infinitebanking.org. Now, three, uh, 375 books looks formidable, but, but uh, you do know how to eat, eat an elephant, don't you, MC?
0: One bite at a time.
1: Well, just one book at a time.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Mr. Nash, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and just your wisdom around all of these topics, and such as the retirement and noise and our environment and how to navigate that. And thank you so much for all of the information that you put out there constantly and the ideas that you, that you share. You've truly been a, a mentor to me and continue to inspire me daily.
1: Well, thank you very much for letting me be on your show. Uh, yeah, I see that uh, you could throw a rock and it hit uh, New Jersey, right?
0: That's abso- that's right.
1: <laughs> now, uh, come October, uh, you will learn that uh, the Mises Institute is having their 35th anniversary uh, in uh, New York City. Uh, and uh, so that's something that they could uh, look into That uh, since they're close to New York City.
0: Absolutely. That would be a fantastic event. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. This was a fantastic experience.
1: Well, I appreciate the opportunity and you have a good day. Life
0: settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic Thank you again for joining me on the Cashflow Ninja. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here, please subscribe, rate, and write a review for our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. Until next time, my friend, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms.